tonight. Do you know uh, that's Rio Butcher. That's Cameron Esposito. Thank, oh, thank you guys so much. Oh, thank you. And I don't know if you guys know this, but when there's a more intimate show, you get statistically more show per each of you. That's how it works. So you guys are actually in luck. What? I don't know. Guys, there's a bunch of comics in back and they can hear you. Let's hear it for those comics. They're all wonderful. Oh, Rhea, how was your Thanksgiving? I mean, you were there too, so... I was there, we are married, and <laughs> yeah. we spent it together. We did indeed. Um, and what, what did you do? Uh, hosted your family and my family. Yeah, we had our parents in town. I had my parent... She had her parents in town. In town. I had my parents in town. <laughs> we served them tofurkey. Yes, we did. Uh, your mom, lifelong vegetarian. Yes, well, since she was 15. Okay. You're the lifelong vegetarian. Yeah. She's a vegetarian. Yeah. She's 15. Uh-huh. My parents, not vegetarians at all. Not one bit. Very Italian and about it. And it's really fun to watch. <laughs> it's really fun to watch my dad eat tofurkey. Sure. Because he's like, what is this again? No, because he goes the whole time, tofurkey, huh? What is it? Tofu turkey. And then I go, it's a bean. And he goes, you're kidding me. Uh, yeah. They liked it. Yeah, they did. They uh, are also opposites of each other because you <laughs> are from a very quiet... Yes, I would almost say silent. silent. Oh, nearly yeah. silent? Yeah, you're a, from a silent, <laughs> still family. Still still in sitting, silent. Just sitting. Just sit in one place. We're not Quakers. That's the day. But we could pass for that. Yeah. For sure. Pass for Quakers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Are Quakers still in silent? Yeah. I thought they just. Uh, here's yeah, the, here's the stuff. Like their thing. <laughs> really? Yes. This is literally what I know about them. Oats. That's it. Uh. <laughs> I literally. And also friends. Isn't that what they're called? Friends. That kind of friends? No, yeah. That's not the kind of boo. You didn't even believe that joke. Um, but I friends. What do you mean friends? What are you talking about? Isn't friends? that what they're called? Friends? Aren't Quakers called friends? friends? Yeah. That's what they call each other? Yes. All right. Quakers in the crowd? Yeah. <laughs> Quaking up. <laughs> um, Get quaky with it. <laughs> friends is one of those shows. There are a bunch of shows that I never watched when they were on television because yeah. I'm was because I was I'm cool. And <laughs> then I watch them when I'm traveling on the road and then I uh-huh. call Rhea and like break the news to her that, that I found like a very funny show. Yeah. And here are the things that have that fallen into this yeah, Here are the things that have fallen into this category. Friends. <laughs> Seinfeld. <laughs> Recently Curb your enthusiasm. Yeah. I'm like, Rhea! That one you didn't find, I told you. You told me about it. There was a Seinfeld reunion. You were like, there's a Seinfeld reunion on this show, and I said, I don't know, I'm probably not like it. 
probably not gonna like now it. that's all you watch yeah i tried to get you to come into the bathroom with me so you could talk to me while i shower I which is that. my favorite thing to do <laughs> when i get in the shower i, I all my i get so, so thoughtful and i want to share this I with somebody and i'm just it. alone so what it's i want you to do time. is to sit on the toilet <laughs> it's alone with the lid closed and just sides. talk to me <laughs> when you're in the shower you so you're from a silent and still family yeah. like statues yes that are covered in blankets because <laughs> your family also is cold and needs just blanket. cold all the time and my family you just shouldn't have to pay for heat yeah <laughs> so but you know that my family's not cold because they're moving around constantly yeah because they're constantly in, in my dad cooking was talking what was my dad doing Oh, first of all, he he became obsessed with the idea of putting new batteries in my car beeper. Oh, yeah, like so much yeah. so that he was like, "Open it up, Rhea. Do you have gl- do you have glasses, screwdriver?" And I was like, "Yes, of course I do." <laughs> but Which I is weird because she doesn't o- she doesn't have glasses, so that's yeah. amazing. Uh, you she never just know. Has a tiny screwdriver. Um, <laughs> yes, my dad was doing that, and then he was also. He was doing something. I like caught him doing something. It wasn't vacuuming, although he did also vacuum. But it was something like replacing the windows or whatever. <laughs> he didn't do that. Now I really want to know what it was that you caught him doing. I don't know. I don't know. He has a story that he tells all the time that you joke about with me about when my older sister locked herself out of her apartment. Uh-huh. And... He, my parents can't not be involved. They're so involved. So and they involved. can't let you do it because you might not be okay. And so we're all in our, th- like, I'm 35. And my older sister, this must have been 10 years ago, but she was still almost 30, locked herself out of, my, out of her apartment, didn't call locksmith, didn't call her landlord, called my father, who showed up, climbed up the fire escape, and through a window that was barely open in her kitchen, thus stepping in his dress shoes on the way to court in an open bowl of yogurt <laughs> that was sitting in the sink. And he tells this story like, like, your sister sure. leaves an open bowl of yogurt in the sink, but right. there's an additional... That's the problem. Right, there's an additional element, the which open is like, yogurt. you were on your way to court? And you went into a window. With Always stepping in yogurt, I like to say. Yeah. The country's best stepping in yogurt is what it's called. That guy knows what I'm talking about. Then, so we survived that. We achieved that. Yeah, that was, I think, barely. I don't what? actually think barely. I think we did oh, really great. I didn't realize I said that. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I felt like we kind of nailed it. I felt like our parents talked to each other. We only fought three times total. They were here for one whole week. And I thought it was unbelievable. I've never felt closer to you. You feel like we barely got through with the skin of our teeth? We're on stage. I was trying to joke. That's I'm kidding. Well, not anymore, kid. I want only the the most serious truth from you. Um, because truth in comedy. Sure. And yeah. on Friday, uh-huh. we are going to spend a little us time uh-huh. on our honeymoon. <laughs> I 
everyone's, everyone's unsure. Is that good? I don't yeah, know. I know. I know. Plus, some people were really sexy, and that actually felt great. <laughs> Woo, some people said. Yeah, we're going on a honeymoon one year late, because uh, we had to cancel our original honeymoon. Uh-huh. Uh, so now we're going on Friday! Friday! What do you think it's going to be like? I don't know. I mean, we're going to the beach, and I can't swim, so it's going to be real fun. <laughs> and I can't sit still. You can't at all. And I so just want to I'll get in the water. under a blanket. And I'll be like, come in the water. Get and in you'll here. Be like, I'll be like, no, you don't see me as a person. And then, anyway. <laughs> you got a little too real there yeah. for a second. No, I feel like that's just the right amount real. Barely. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we're going to Hawaii. <laughs> Some people really into. I've never been to that place. Me neither. Um, I think it's gonna be. I've never been anywhere. <laughs> Not true, but yeah, for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally never went on a vacation until I was in my twenties, thirties. I don't know. Had you been on a vacation before we were dating? No. And then we went on. I remember when we went. I mean, on I've gone on trips. I wouldn't say that they're vacations. <laughs> yeah, you. It's like two days in a place other than your home a vacation. No, then no, I haven't gone on a vacation. I went to Portland once <laughs> for way too long and just sat on the porch of a hostel and was like, this was a mistake. <laughs> I didn't know how to plan travel at all. I just didn't get it. Yeah, I mean, uh, when I was a kid, we went on vacation pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, can I my... say one thing about the Portland thing? I just yeah. remembered. Then I had to like get up very early to catch my flight, and I was trying to figure out the public transportation because I'm from Ohio, and we don't have any public transportation, so it was very confusing. And I got on a bus with a woman who was from San Francisco who was flying home, who was staying at the same hostel, and we struck up a conversation. She was like, oh, where are you living now? And I was living in South Bend, Indiana at the time, and I said, South Bend, Indiana, and she was like, oh, my God. <laughs> How do you get fresh food? <laughs> Straight up. That doesn't shock and this me woman though. Was over forty-five for sure. And, and also she asked another person, "How do you get fresh food?" Also, are you like, do you not realize that is where your food comes from? <laughs> yeah. Do you know anything about Indiana? Ninety percent of all food in the United States is corn. Right. What do you think is in Indiana? Sad- corn. Sadness. And there's. <laughs> There's corn, and then there's more than corn in Indiana at Indiana Dunes, which is the jingle for the Indiana Dunes, which is mm-hmm. a bunch of sand in Indiana mm-hmm. that I used to go to as a child. Is that the for jingle? Vacation. A bunch of sand in Indiana. No, it's a, it's a, it's a crow. He's a crow, because he's like who is <laughs> the dune? Honestly, Why wouldn't the dune just great be a dune? Question. That is a disgusting mascot. What are you talking about? A talking dune? Like Jabba the Hutt? What are you talking to me about? I'm unsure. No, okay. The Indiana Dunes yes. are like a national seashore sort of I know of what that thing. is, yes. But, except it's, it's not, not a seashore. seashore. It's just on the... Shore like of Lake Michigan, I think. Yeah. And so you go there, is what you do. Yeah. And there's a crow... That is advertising it to you. As you're getting there. <laughs> this crow is like, ah! Ah! No, there's like a, a cartoon crow inviting. wearing an old-timey 
bathing suit on your TV when I'm a child. Yes, that's the kind. And he goes, did the crow stand like this? I bet he did. He does. He does stand like this. And he goes, there's more than corn in Indiana. go to that. I used to go to the Indiana Dunes all the time. And one thing that's true about the Indiana Dunes is that because it's on Lake Michigan, sometimes the lake is very beautiful. Yes. And some years, all every single fish in the lake dies. Yeah, right. And there's a fish die-off is what it's literally called. And you still go. Uh, and then you just go, well, this is terrible. And, yeah. And I camp nearby. Um, yeah. When I was a little kid, we used to drive to Florida all the time. That's what mm. our vacation was. That's our family vacation was. We used to get in the car, and my little sister was like in a car seat, mm-hmm. and we had a station wagon. Thank God. And she she was driving. She was roaming around. Yeah, <laughs> we tied to the roof. Um, my little sister was in a car seat in like the middle seat of the station wagon. My parents were in the front seats, and then we were in the away back facing traffic behind us. Am I... Do you not know how station wagons work? <laughs> what, how old are you? 26. Mm. Yeah, shit used to be different. Too young. <laughs> yeah, for real. How it works is the front seat and the middle seat face forward, and then for no apparent reason, the way back... Well, because it flattens so that it can be a trunk, but then it pops up, and there's like a... Ti- like a like an unsafe seat. Um, and that's where we would sit, and you face backwards. Um, and we would play a game called How Many People Can We Get to Change Lanes by Being Obnoxious. Um, and also, we were children, so we didn't realize like, that people would change lanes for any other reason. Uh-huh. And we had one of those, you know how like a, you know when you, what's that? You know how like a bouncer has one of those like, what are those called? Counter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had a counter. You know, it counts. How many? What's it called? We had a counter, and we would uh, see how many did people Why did you have a counter? <laughs> well, here's the even weirder part. It was like a children's version of a counter. A children's bouncer counter. <laughs> it was like counter. a novelty bouncer counter, yeah. Did you also get a little mini velvet rope? <laughs> yeah, you did. And then IDs that said, six and a half. Anyway, um... <laughs> This one's flimsy. <laughs> we would use the counter, and we would check, and we had all sorts of antics. Here are the antics. I'll give you some. I'll list some of them. Number one, all the kids go down. All the stuffed animals go in the air real fast. <laughs> that's going to warrant an immediate That's one. That's one. Also, this is another one. We had pink noses as well. We had... <laughs> Did this come in the kit with the children's counter? Unrelated. Okay. We had pig noses. Pig noses. That went on our head with a strap. Right. <laughs> I am enjoying this so much. Did real working nostrils. Ew, what are you saying to me? And we went... How were they working? <laughs> what? No, they were just holes. Oh. 
I mean, I assume. I mean, it wasn't just a facade. I mean, it is. It wasn't some Hollywood bullshit. It was a real holes. Well, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So that is a great reference. We would take lemon heads. We made my parents get lemon heads. You guys know lemon heads. Then we would. Mm-hmm. This guy's my favorite guy. We would shove the pig noses full of lemon heads. You mean from the back or like through the working no, nostril? Through, through the back, put them on, and then pull out the oh. lemon heads. And then, Medicine. And then eat them. Oh. drivers we had no concept that like anybody ever changes lanes for any reason yeah. other than this obnoxiousness yeah so we just we were like we are the kings of the road you know <laughs> we also always took off all of our clothes and played what? with my little sister because it was hot the air conditioning doesn't go all the way back are you talking about the car you're still in the car <laughs> yes <laughs> but my parents couldn't see us and we would, my little sister had one of those little tight tape decks with a singing microphone. You guys know the one I'm talking about? Oh, it's in Toy Story. And she had one of those, and then we had uh, the Righteous Brothers. <laughs> what is it? Okay. Unchained Melody. Uh-huh. And we would sing Unchained Melody, Naked. <laughs> That was the third one. Wow. <laughs> but we did get pulled over one time. <laughs> My dad did. And I just remember him going, Oh, God damn, I threw a blanket back there! <laughs> we were totally nude. Cowboys <laughs> coming. I have definitely not been on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rhea Butcher, you guys. Yeah, sure, thank you. Well, this is a total pleasure to bring up this first comic. You know, he is so fucking funny and so talented, and Rhea and I love him so much. We do. It's great to have him on the show. Yeah, such a treat. Let's hear it right now for Mr. Kurt Ronald, you guys. Give it up for Kurt. Hey, bud. What are you working on right now? Uh, my hour comes out on Comedy Central in March 3rd, I think, right That's now. That's really exciting. Yeah, so I'm just writing new material right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the movie, I don't know if this is common knowledge yet. But this movie that I'm in is going to go to Sundance, so we're going to go do that, too. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm excited That's amazing. That. Like you guys heard, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Dude, yes. So I don't know if it's common knowledge, so I wouldn't yes. say what, what we won't have to, is. but we both know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You and I both know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have you been to Sundance before? No, this is my first time. I went last year, and I will say it is super overwhelming uh-huh. and also really cool. It's like yeah. a teeny town, and everybody's doing that. Yeah. And that movie is going to go really well there. I'm excited. So I'm excited you're going to have a it. fucking blast. I hope. I want to kind of go skiing or snowboarding. You know. I mean, I, I think you absolutely could. Yeah. I feel like it's probably pretty empty. To yeah, be that's honest. what. Yeah, my buddy Scotty said yeah. he went and it was like he was the only person. I literally have a have a guy 
my my friend's w- husband goes like every year. Yeah. Skiing then because because no one said yes. It's like yeah, it's just yeah. impossible to yeah, stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but yeah, that sounds. But that and also my wife is pregnant, so just doing that. <laughs> it's a lot. It's I mean, gonna be a lot. That's I hope a next big, year. This that's year was a big, such like, a horrible. Two months. This was such a bad year, and I hope yeah. next year is gonna be a great year. Well, it sounds like even the first couple months of next year are gonna right. totally they're, crush. They're already gonna be yeah. great. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here tonight. Thank you. And I'm so happy to hear all that news. I don't know if this is going to be funny, but I'm going to tell you about it anyways. I called my dad for Thanksgiving on Saturday. Because I had people in town, and I tried to call him once, and I left him one of these classic messages because I went to voicemail on Thanksgiving. I called him at, like, noon his time, and it picked up. And he always has just, like, the robo-introduction thing. He has never made his own, And he still has an answering machine. It's not a cell phone voicemail. It's like a machine that goes like... <laughs> you have reached six, 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 five, two, one, zero. <laughs> zero. Two. One. No one is home. To take your god damn it! I just <laughs> so every time I have to listen to that whole thing because he also screens his calls, so I have to listen to that whole thing. Go six, six every time I call. So I was just like sitting driving my car, just like come on, I just so then I, I left the message of, hey dad, is your daughter the only one you got? Okay, guess you're not home. Happy Thanksgiving, then just hung up the phone. <laughs> so then he called me back, but I was busy, so I couldn't answer the phone. Then I needed that buffer day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I needed a buffer day, because I was dealing with the actual holiday, and then I was like, I'm not prepared to talk to this man at this time. I was prepared yesterday at 9.30 a.m. I am not prepared today. So then I called on Saturday, and he answered the phone, and he said, Hello! Which is weird. He doesn't usually answer the phone. I usually have to sit through the six, six, six. His number's not 666, but I felt like it was perfect. It's a perfect fake number. So he answered the phone. I was like, oh, hey, Dad, just call to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. And he goes, it's a little late. And I was like, you've been late before. And he goes, oh, well, I know. Uh, but the bright spot of this conversation was, I, I don't know how... He was like, well, this country's going to hell. And I was like, what? You're, you're not into this? Because like he, months ago, he was like, well, Trump's got the right idea. And I'm like, well, I, I don't like the things you agree with. But then he was saying, well, he's going to sell this, whatever. He was like anti-Trump on the phone. And I was like, yeah, we got ourselves in this mess all because we just can't stand women in this country. And then he was like, silent. Which is progress! Because it didn't debate me! <laughs> so that I'm very happy about. Because normally it would be like, ah, I don't know about that. I mean, because one time I was like, well, I have to shave my legs all the time. And he was like, I have to shave my face if I feel like it. <laughs> like that was the comparison. Anyway, you guys want to keep the show rolling? Yeah.
my dad doesn't like Trump, yay! I don't know why that's so validating to me, but it just, I mean, oh, whew, thank God. He doesn't vote anyway, so it doesn't really matter. It would make it worse if he was into him and didn't vote. It's like, ugh, ugh gross. Anyway, okay, we'll keep the show going. <laughs> Processing on stage. Uh, this next comic, we love it when she comes by. She's a friend of the show, and she has an amazing podcast herself called Lady to Lady on Maximum Fun. Please welcome Brandy Posey. Woo! Keep it going for Rhea, everybody. I was backstage, Rhea, I was like typing in your dad's number <laughs> to be like, I'm gonna prank fall and call her dad on my drive to my next show. This is gonna be fun. And they were like, no, his area code isn't 666. It would be crazy. Is there an area code 666 in the United States? That's like being on the 13th floor, right? We just don't do it? All right, well, you guys are all devil worshipers. That's fine. <laughs> Um, my dad uh, didn't vote tr for Trump, but he also didn't not vote for Trump. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't know what I don't know what he did. I was in Florida for a week and a half with him on vacation because um, my mom passed away a couple years ago, and he was going to go to Florida by himself. And I was like, "Don't do that." It's also the week he decided to uh, quit smoking. Um, when your dad tries to quit smoking and he's 65 years old, it only takes about six hours for Benghazi to come up. That's about, <laughs> that's the hold of nicotine. Quit smoking now, you guys, get out of it. It was real rough. Uh, we just argued the entire time. We went to the Kennedy Space Center. Uh, I was like, this will be a fun bonding experience. Let's go here. We'll just like look at astronauts and think about looking down at the earth and like what a beautiful thing that we have here. We're all miracles. And then I was walking down a hallway and there's just all these pictures of all the astronauts that have landed on the moon. And I was like, they're all, they're all men. A woman's never been on the moon? What? So then I got like got into an argument about moon feminism with my dad in Florida. And I was like, you can be sexist and floating in zero gravity. It's amazing. Um, the election was fucked up for me. I walked out of my house. I live in Eagle Rock. And I walked out of my house and there was a pair of shoes in the ground that were like this, just like next to each other, as if somebody had been walking down the street and then got a text about Trump winning the election and said, fuck this, and shot themselves into space. <laughs> Like some sort of like racist Lorax just listening, lifting themselves. Just like, you know what? I did all I could. You guys are on your own and just lifting themselves into space forever to figure it out. Oh man, uh, election day was messed up. I um, was at a friend's house. Uh, I, I'm not a witchy person. It's great if you are. Uh, but I had a bunch of friends that at a certain point in the night that were just like huddled around a thing of sage. And I was like, oh my God. I went out in the street and I grabbed a handful of gravel and just shoved it in my tits. And I was like, is this how crystals work? Is this how crystals work? You just put rocks in your bra and you make a wish. I don't know. And then he still won. And then I went back outside and I threw my rocks back into the street. So now I don't believe in democracy or magic. Real bad one-two punch. It's weird. It's um, it's it's hard to like not take it personally uh, if you're a lady, um, because the, there's the man in the White House that uh, assaults people, um, and it's weird because like everybody is every lady has like experienced that to one degree or another, and a lot of it like we think it happens, and then we're like, mm, okay, right, and you move on from it. This is something that happened to me like five years ago. It's not that bad. Don't worry. Um, but I was like walking to go meet a friend for brunch in like Third and Fairfax, and an old man in like a three-piece suit, clean-shaven, hair slicked back, and a walker came up to me, 
And he stops and he goes, beautiful lady, you remind me of a girl I used to know. Could I perhaps kiss your hand in remembrance of her? And like, I know, like weird, but also I could see his veins through his skin, like that kind of old, where you're like, well, I guess I'll grant his dying wish. <laughs> but also, who the hell do I remind you of, old man? I'm like a pinup Wolverine. I don't understand who I am to you. I was like, all right. So I gave him my hand and then he pulled me in and he kissed me on the cheek five times in a row. And then he turned around on his walker and he went, ah! <laughs> and he just walked away from me. <laughs> didn't look back like it was going so slowly like didn't even look back to make sure I wasn't gonna come and murder him and I could definitely have taken him because let's talk about old man bones they're so brittle they're so brittle it would be like curb stomping a Fabergé egg you know what I mean just throwing a bag of wet garbage down an alley I'm not the bad person in that story it's crazy because then I like went and met my friend for brunch and uh, he was like, oh, that's crazy. And I was like, yeah, that's crazy. And then I didn't think about it for five years until we elected a rapist. <laughs> so that's fun for everybody. Uh, I don't know. I'm feeling stronger. It's like making me real cagey. I haven't like been on my heels since the election. I've just been on my toes, constantly moving, getting ready. Uh, I've also turned 32 recently. So like I'm coming into my power you know, there's something really great. I look forward to aging because it just makes you more powerful because you've seen more of the world and then you get that thousand-yard stare in your eye. 32 is a great age because at 32, uh, if you stay in a hotel, you can go down to the hot tub, and if there's a couple of teens making out in that hot tub, guess what? You still fucking get in that hot tub <laughs> because you paid for that hot tub, and you will wait until those teens leave that hot tub. <laughs> And you're like, yeah, that's right. Your parents paid for your room. I earned this hot tub. Hand jobs in the bushes, teens. That's what happens. I was on the road recently in Louisiana, and I sat through two teens. I like, came out, interrupted one couple, and then another couple came out, and were like, oh, and they just left. And I've never felt more powerful in my entire life. So that's where I find my hope. Uh, <laughs> I hope you guys can find yours, too. Thanks, I'm ready. Brandy Posey, you guys. My pal and yours, Brandy. How are you guys doing? How are you guys doing? How are you doing? Yes? How's everybody doing? Hi. Oh, yo! I didn't even see your shirt. Cool shirt. Cool shirt. <laughs> Wearing one of my shirts. <laughs> Can't ask to see that shirt. Cool. <laughs> uh, th thank you. One, you know, one time... I was hiking, and Kurt, you know Kurt, he was here two comics ago. <laughs> we are friends, and I was walking, and I had reached the end of my laundry, and the only thing that was left was that shirt. <laughs> and I wore it on a hike, because I was like, well, nobody knows. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I hike, like, very incognito, you know? Um, and I ran into Kurt coming back down and he was on the phone and took the time to say, hang on a second, you're wearing your own shirt. 
You're wearing your own shirt. I was. I was wearing my own shirt. Fucking busted. <laughs> you seem like the smiliest, best person. Uh, what's happening with you? How was your day? Uh, my day's pretty good. Yeah, what'd you do? Uh, I just bought cat food. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Is it a good day? I was like, yeah, I made him wear a hoodie today. I'm not sure how he feels about it. He seemed cold. Pro- probably negatively. <laughs> I feel like, uh, you you love your cat? You have a cat that you love? Yeah. Um, what's this guy's name? His name's Tito. Tito? Yeah. Oh, God. What color is this cat? He's orange. He's fantastic. Orange. Yeah, that sounds like a cat. <laughs> do you, how do you know each other? How did you meet? Uh, I met him at a rescue in Atwater Village. Uh, yeah, classic. Was it Sent Door? Sante Door. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> no, I just I hate cats. <laughs> What's funny is that everybody has been very well behaved during like political antics, other shit. Finally, people are like, finally somebody says it. Uh, I don't like. Rhea loves cats, so like I don't think you're a weirdo. You know, I ma- I married into a cat lover, uh, but I. Uh, no, I don't like him at all. I got I, a very dog-like cat. I picked him because he talks. <laughs> well, not li- literally. I know. Yeah. I bet not. I bet not literally. Yes. Hello. Uh, <laughs> he, he does do a good hello, which is strange and scary. Do you mean his meow sounds like meow a hello? Sounds exactly like a hello. Can I ask you a follow-up question? <laughs> right ahead. How much time are you spending with your cat? A lot. Yeah. I mean, I love my dog. I will say, I if my dog was like, well, first of all, let me start here. Prior to my dog, I actually hated all animals because I thought they were needy, <laughs> pretty hairy and smelly, uh, pretty useless to be around um and then Rhea wanted to get a a pet and I started warming to the idea of a dog and now I I kiss my dog on the lips because he has tiny lips (laughs) they're so little they're so little lips they're so little he only weighs eight pounds he's little um so when I say I hate cats, but I've never lived with a cat, like I'm sure no, I don't think I would like a cat. Um I don't think I would either. Now you're best never, friends? Never had a pet before. He minds <sighs> his own business, he talks to me sometimes, I yeah. him, he fetches. I mean dogs are super different than that. My dog does not mind any of his own business. He only <laughs> minds my business. He's very nosy and he really wants to know what the F is going on all the time. Uh Thank you so much for speaking about your wonderful cat. Let's hear from this gentleman. Maybe. I don't know. Plus then, I, when I started dating Rhea, you know, Rhea's a vegetarian as well, like for her whole life, and so then I started to be a vegetarian. You guys, it's, it's this whole descent that I am on right now where I like animals and don't eat them. Like, when is this going to bottom out? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I hope it's, I hope I still get to keep cheese um, because shit is sad stuff is sad if you've ever driven to San Francisco from Los Angeles there's that 
sad cow area where you go, oh no. And it's full of Taco Bells as well, which is like a real insult um, to these poor cows. And the air is thick. You go, oh, I gotta get my car cleaned. But no, that's the actual air. Oh, that's very, I don't like it too much. Um, San Francisco's nice though. You guys, anyway. <sighs> How are you doing? From Indiana today. Uh, yeah, Remember when? Do, do, do you know the Indiana Dunes song? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that sounded like a lie. The way you delivered that. Um, we always went to the dunes after the prom. You know? Oh. <laughs> well, that sounds really fun. Uh, you flew in from Indiana today. Uh, are you okay? You sound so upset. Yeah, no, I get it. Well, you know, I always say, if you're not sure whether or not you're going to stay awake, front row. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) An amped up peppermint? Is that what you just said? Big city. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, lay it on me. I want to see the map with your fingers. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. I actually really like Fort Wayne. I think Fort Wayne's a cool city. I really like Indianapolis a lot. Um, th- that's actually that your state is a great place to do shows. I don't know if you know that. Shows. Like when I. <laughs> Like this, like I'm like this. <laughs> like this in this show. What? Yeah. Oh, you're great. You're killing. You are killing. I don't want you to think you leave here tonight. The reviews about you. Five stars. Um <laughs> How long are you staying in town? A month. Um that's <laughs> Yeah, 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 the full month. <laughs> well, welcome. Thank you for being here. I too hope you can keep your eyes open. Let's hear it for this wonderful woman. You seem great in every way. Guys, now this next comic, uh, first time on the show. Whenever it's somebody's first time on the show, we go wild, welcoming them as if they are a visitor. <laughs> From the orthopedic capital. I suppose you didn't say of the world. Did you say of the world? world. Orthopedic capital of the world. 
So are you guys ready to give that much love? Well, please give it up for Chase Rearnstein, guys. Give it up for her. Oh my God, thank you guys so much. Um, yeah, love to follow a hip and knee um, <laughs> repertoire, you know? That was, uh, I feel alive again. Um, not sure what was missing from my life. Are you wearing knee pads? No, okay. Sorry, there's some white. Oh, okay. Oh, they're leggings. Okay, I thought you had pads, and that was just like a whole thing. I was like, I don't know if I can do this, you know? Um, I don't know if I can be here right now, but I guess we'll continue. Um, damn, it's good to be here. Um, any guys have uh, scars here? Not emotional, just um, purely on a physical level. Okay, cat guy. Yeah, I could have. Probably from that cat you've been hanging out with 24 7. He's like, he likes to get a little rough. Um, no, Tito sounds like an angel. Um, <laughs> wish he was here now. Um, I would just like feel better about all this, you know? Um, yeah, I feel like I've like, I always hear girls be like, they love like scars on a guy. You know, they're like, scars are so sexy. And it's like, are they? You know, it's like, I feel like scars themselves are not sexy. It's like, you're thinking the way they got those scars was by doing something really heroic, you know? And it's like, probably not, um, actually. Like I dated this guy one time, he had a scar from his elbow to his shoulder. I was like, damn, I was like, how'd you get that? He was like, oh, I was um, walking in the rain. I fell. I was wearing sandals. <laughs> Get out of me. <laughs> like, first and foremost. Um, damn, right as I deliver that incredible punchline, I locked eyes with a child in the front row. <laughs> There's no pulling out now, you know? Like, you gotta just keep going. Oh my god. Does anyone work here? Besides this woman who's doing the Lord's work. Um, no one works? Okay. Um, so that's why you're all just out on a Tuesday. I, um, I used to work at a clothing store. Thank you guys so much. Um, it was absolutely huge, you know? No one could quite believe how I pulled it off. Um, it's only part-time, you know? And uh, I, uh, I used to work at this store, and it's like, I'm from Los Angeles originally. I don't know about anyone else. Um, okay, take it. Um, but so, like, this is how I talk all the time, you know? It's not really an option to, like, depart from it. Um, but I used to work with, like, all these girls from all different parts of this great nation. I work with this one girl a lot. She's from Utah. Um, and it's like, she thought I talked weird, but I thought she talked weird. Um, because every day when a customer used to leave the store, she would go, thank you, have a good D. <laughs> D. <laughs> That's how she said it. And it's like, she was really nice. I did hate her. But I was like, I just wanted to go up to her and like shake her stupid arms and just be like, it's day. <laughs> you know? Like... 
that is the correct pronunciation of Dea. Um, if you're from LA, you know, it's just like, not really sure what she wasn't getting about that. I, uh, I used to have a manager there. She always used to make us do like team building exercises. She was like, okay guys, I'm putting a board in the break room and I'm gonna write three questions. I want everyone to answer it. Um, she's like, question number one, write your name. Question number two, where you're from. Question number three, the most interesting thing about yourself. She's like, I'll go first. We're like, absolutely no one cares. Um, so she was like, okay, question number one, um, my name is Rachel. Question number two, I'm from Indiana. Wow. Um, question number three, uh, the most interesting thing about myself is that I collect sand um, from every beach that I've ever been to. It's like, oh, um, what the fuck is the least interesting thing about yourself? You know? Like, how did this make it to number one on your list? Like, honestly shocking. Um, I keep hearing people be like, I wish there were more hours in a day. You know, like, there's just not enough time. Like, I wish there was more. I'm just like, there's 24. Like, what types of days are these people having? You know, like, where they want more of it. Like... At this time, I could cut some hours out, to be honest, you know? Like, I feel like 2 to 5 p.m., 100% get rid of that. You know, like, no one has ever been thriving at 3.40. You know, like, no one's ever, like, I feel unbelievable right now. Um, it's an incredible time for me. I feel like people who aren't thriving either are people getting thrown surprise parties. I would absolutely never want a surprise party. Um... I don't know, I just feel like it's like they come in, everyone's like surprised, and they're like, oh damn, like I wish I was like doing something better. You know, like I wish I had known, like I wouldn't have, I would have like done, worn something different. You're just like, bitch, I look amazing. Like, you know, I've been, I've known about this for damn weeks. Um, <sighs> cutting that one out of my life forever. Um, you know, I'm never gonna do that one again. <laughs> But it's like, we gotta try it, you know? Like, we had to go there. I thought this was a surprise party crowd, and honestly, it wasn't. Um, haven't heard anything from this side of the room my entire set. I actually forgot you guys were alive. Um, it's honestly fine, though. Oh my god. Um, I feel like there's been a lot of talk about voicemails. Um, actually, I'm not gonna do that one. Any single guys here tonight? <laughs> I just like saw it happening. I was like, I can't do it. Um, single guys. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh my god. No, I feel like you're pretty brave, actually. I don't know about anyone else here. I feel like this whole side is single, actually. But I don't know. I was. Um, I was um, I was talking to one of my single guy friends. He was telling me um, his new way to hit on girls. Didn't ask him, but um, <laughs> something he told me he's doing is he'll use a line from a movie so it sounds really good, you know, because it's scripted. And uh, the one he's using right now is from Crazy Stupid Love. Do you guys see that? Yeah, yeah groundbreaking film. Um, if you haven't seen it, and the line he's using from it, he'll go up to the girl he likes and he'll go, you are the perfect combination of sexy and cute. <laughs> done deal like I've witnessed that work um, unfortunately and it got me nervous you know I was like oh I wonder if I've ever fallen for a line from a movie and I was like thinking back uh, this one guy came up to me one time and he was like um, hey I've had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane <laughs> you know that did seem genuine uh, in the moment alright my name is Chase Bernstein thank you guys so much 
the show, right on rolling with our next comic, who is uh, another first timer on the show. So we give a big warm welcome when it's somebody's first time on the show. So get it going right now. Yes, that's how you do that. For FK Paulson! Yes! I'm a doorman, I'm not a curtain guy. How I roll. Good to be here. I did just move here from Austin, Texas. Thank you, prayers. Welcome. I uh, am kind of known in Austin as being uh, being a Texas premier gay Christian comedian. So really great to be here. Thank you. I like my air conditioning. Like I like lifting my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Am I right? On high. On high. On high. Can I get a gay man? Can I get a gay man? Gay man. Who's excited about that second coming of Jesus? Just wish it was on my chest. Can I get a gay man? Can I get a gay man? Guys, I just still cannot believe the outcome of this erection. Alright, that's that's gotta stop too far. Too much stool work. That's kind of what I'm known for. Um really exploring that leg space. I uh, what did I want to talk about? I was recently asked. Uh, to join a gay racist organization, which I am from Texas, but you know, I would never. And um, it is, of course, called the Cray Cray Cray. And um, yeah, that's bad. Those guys are very into fitness. Uh, they have a running event, it's called the Master Race, and I just would never. Uh, it is a 3K. I still digging. Still digging on that bit. It's just white men complaining about those Mexicans stealing our hand jobs. All right. Gotta stop. We want them out just like us. All right, that's it. I shouldn't even be doing those jokes. I'm not even gay. I, uh, just straight as a dumpster. Am I right? These guys get it. I, um, no, I don't. Uh, I am, uh, I'm actually kind of nervous. I'm not really known for, uh, my um, stand-up, I, I prefer to do magic. Do you guys like magic? Does anybody here want to see some magic? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna play my Tajaru Beastmaster, okay? Now, this does cost six mana. Uh, what you're thinking, he's getting his landfall deck out. That's crazy. No, for those of you on the pod, listening on the podcast, I just pulled out a deck of uh, Magic the Gathering cards, so. Didn't get that? Congrats. You're popular in high school. It's fine. No, do you guys actually want to see a trick, like a real trick? Come on, guys. All right. Uh, this is just a picture of my ex-boyfriend, Kevin. <laughs> oh. oh, we laugh, don't we? We laugh. No, again, not at all gay. Uh, just, where am I? I, uh... Jury's still out. No, I do have a regular deck of playing cards uh, just right here. Gotta warn you guys up top, though, I'm a little bit of a, a non-tradish-magish. I, um, of course, do magic, but when I do magic, I like to use the magic of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's right. Christian magician on stage tonight. Or as we're known on the streets, a magician. It's fine. Um... But for my first trick, I need a little help from the audience. Uh, Ma'am, uh, Indiana, would you like to call out a card from just a regular deck of playing cards? Which, uh, which one? 
Oh, we laugh, don't we? Uh, just a regular, any card from a deck of points. Okay, um, Queen of Hearts. Queen of Hearts, oh, that's sweet, just like you. I am um, uh, in those dunes, am I right? No, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Uh, Guys, without having any idea what this lovely lady was going to say, the top card of this deck is going to be the Queen of Hearts. Uh, but real quick, we have to have her prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, we come to you tonight from Put Your Hands Together. Uh, could you use your help letting this top card be the Queen of Hearts? Uh, I am a bit nervous. Keeping in mind, God, of course, that if it isn't, uh, it's not because you don't exist, God. Um, but instead, it's because the audience isn't faithful enough. Uh, <laughs> We ask this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Who's ready to see what that top card is, gang? <laughs> Two of diamonds. God is dead. <laughs> You're bad people. No. I don't know any magic at all. Literally nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. I um, uh, did recently perform for the troops. That's kind of cool. Uh, thank you. Don't have to applaud all at once. It is... Uh, fine, it was Girl Scout Troop 4421, <laughs> based out of Round Rock, Texas, and led with that Christian magician bit. It's fine. I, um, no, I guess I will, I'll say, uh, again, not at all gay. Some people do just assume that I'm gay, uh, and I'm not really sure why, uh, because frankly, I personally just love uh, smashing puss. Just can't get enough of that pussy, am I right? Where's my pussy guy over here? He knows it. He knows it. Tito's back. I, uh... No. I am an Austin musician. I do play the fife. Uh, this is uh, a fife. It is a very masculine instrument. It has its own fingering chart, of course. So... Uh, but I do, I like, you know, hanging out with my boys, uh, living that hashtag five life, you know, pounding five hour energies, getting in fist fives, wearing our five beaters. Uh, it's like they always say, don't bring a five to a five five, am I right? So, uh, so as you can imagine, I just get tons of, well, I guess I should do, do you guys want to hear a song on the five real quick, anybody? All right, uh, you guys haven't been picked up. Would you like to hear a song? All right, this is a song. I wrote for your mom. Um, it works better when I do it for a guy. Are there any guys that want me to do a song for their mom? Tito? I don't know. All right. This is a song I wrote for all of your moms. Uh, it's called Your Mom Backing Up in C Major. <clears throat> So as you can imagine, just I get tons of women, and um, uh, again, not at all gay. Uh, you know, I just love all those gal parts. I like eating a gal out, you know? It's like mm, compliments to the chef, you know? Just doing something right down there. Is that a Michelin three stars? Because I got to get this recipe. Just delish. Delish. And um, again, uh, I, like, I like my puss like I like my eyes from the fridge. Am I right? Uh, crushed. So I... Um, <laughs> Oftentimes, I'll have a gal back to my apartment. And again, I uh, love those gal parts. And um, 
I like to make sure when I'm on a date with a lady, she has something special, you know? So that's why uh, we're going at it. I like to just jump in there with a fife solo, you know, just for her, just something special. So uh, would you guys like to see maybe what that looks like? <laughs> no, why would you cheer for that? Oh, this is me uh, having sex with a woman. <laughs> Oh, yeah, baby, that's the stuff. All right. Oh, are you about to climb? Okay. (laughs) 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 Fuck yeah, grab my hair. I'm with Kay Paulson. Thanks a lot. Oh, man. MK has no idea that I'm the world's biggest Celine Dion fan. But in a lot of ways, that felt like that was just for me. I don't care if you guys listened or what. (sighs) You know my biggest regret in life is throwing away my Celine Dion newsboy cap with Celine in a heart. Yeah, it's it's pretty sad I don't have it anymore. Anyway, if you find that anywhere, like bring that shit to the show. I really need it. You guys, we got one final comic left. It's been an amazing show so far, and this dude, well, he's the perfect ending. He's the perfect ending, because he's a brilliant comic, uh, and I, I just can't wait, because I know you need to stay awake, because I know you need to feel like you're getting your money's worth. Thank God we are ending the show with Mr. Eddie Pepitone. Give it up for Eddie. Come on. Oh, come on. I don't care that the planet's getting hotter because so are the baby dolls. With each degree the North Pole rises, one piece of clothing comes off. Imagine that if, like, the lounge singers start incorporating really fucked up social issues into their into their Vegas bullshit you know you know what I mean so what that people are getting rounded up into camps there's a lot of fun games in camps you play leapfrog whatever the fuck the games are I think that's what that's what Vegas needs. <laughs> Don't you? You know, Vegas is such bullshit. You ever been to Vegas? What bullshit? 
I had to go to Vegas recently to do a festival, and it was kind of funny. It was called uh, the festival was called Life Is Beautiful, and it, it's just like a lot of bands and just like young people who I've grown to not like. Um, I understand that now. Like everybody's so full of energy, and I'm just walking around. Like just knowing that it's all over. This was before the election, you know. I just, I just know it's. You just know it's all over. The, the overpopulation is sad. It's just sad how many people are on the planet, and people still keep keep having kids. Why is that? Why are people still having? I understand that's what we do. Like, oh yes, oh little baby, ah. Stop it. Just fucking stop it. Let's die together now. You know what I mean? No more children. It's over. The party's over. Let's like sit in these outdoor cafes around here and just go, yeah, they got a new they got a new macaroon shop opening up. <laughs> fucking dynamite mac because that's what's <laughs> That's why nobody saw, you know, none of, the, none of the liberals saw Trump winning. You know, they were like, how the fuck could that happen? Well, because the liberals are all like, liberals, whatever the fuck that be. They're all like, ah, oh, fucking no macaroon shop. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a new Chardonnay. <laughs> or around here, everybody's so fucking stoned in L.A. It's hilarious. <laughs> They're all so stone driving in their car. Yeah. Or Lyft. I love Lyft. I love getting into Lyft and getting to know a cabbie who's not really a cabbie, he's just a person because there are no other jobs. And I immediately start talking about 9-11. Like, you ever, you ever just jump into a Lyft and go, what the fuck? Why the fuck? When that first plane... That's how I, like, go into a lift. <laughs> I don't want to scare the driver, though. I don't want to scare the driver, so I may have something right before 9-11, like, God, it's, it's starting to cool off. And then... <laughs> you know, you, gotta t you, you ease into 9-11 with something about the weather, like, ah, it's finally starting to cool off because... L.A. is a shithole of heat, usually, and it's really nice that actually it feels like fall. And then he goes, yeah, I know. And then you go, when that first plane <laughs> hit that tower, my first thought was, this is going to be a great vehicle for Nick Cage. <laughs> That's my only 9-11 joke. <laughs> I feel like I can do a 9-11 joke because I'm a New Yorker and I, I was in New York when that happened and that's when I moved. I was like, oh, I don't need this. <laughs> but I didn't know what I was getting into over here. I didn't know what I was getting into over here with, like, because to me, the only thing that's worse than 9-11 is auditioning for shitty sitcoms and not getting it. You know what I'm, like, like that to me is far more horrific than any kind of terrorism because it's terrorism on a low level. Do you understand? It's like, it's like low-grade terrorism. Like, like, I look at your faces and you don't deserve this, but it's like, no, you deserve fun. 
funny, like light shit about pizza or whatever the fuck. Right? You don't need somebody like me who is so dark that this is a light set for me. This is a very light set for me, and I have to be kept out of most clubs, you know, because club audiences aren't... This isn't a club. This is nice. It's a theater, and people come here, and they're like, oh, whatever happens. But, like, in stupid comedy clubs, they're so fucking stupid, you know, like the... Like the clubs, you know, across the country, and people like, he's gonna make us laugh tonight, Margaret! <laughs> That's what they, they're like driving there, going, God damn it! <laughs> and they just lost like a kid in a boating accident, or whatever the fuck these people do. You know what I'm talking about? These people in the middle of the country who are like, they're constantly losing relatives. Like, ah, Frank took his life in the basement. Whatever the fuck they do. So they come to the comedy club to see, they don't come to see me because that ju it just fucks up their mood mo more, you know what I mean? It's like they're, they're coming there like, ah, oh, this'll take our mind. Off a Jill <laughs> who killed herself with all our pills. Why do we have so many pills on hand? Jill was so good at sussing out the fact that these pills <laughs> made her feel better, made us feel better. My biggest regret about Jill taking her own life is that now it's harder for us to get our hands on these fucking pills. <laughs> this, is dry, this is me driving, by the way. We're driving. We're driving to the club to see Eddie Pepitone. Yeah, he's gonna make us laugh. I'm sure he's gonna do fucking incredible shit about food. He'll have food and then the sex stuff. I love the sex stuff. I love when comics just talk about fucking. I love that. I love when comics talk about their sex lives because that's what I live for. Watch out, Margaret! Watch out! Meanwhile, meanwhile, this guy is not even driving to the club. He's practicing driving to the club. Because that's what they do in these parts of the country. They, they practice driving to the club because they never go out. Well, anyway... Um, anyway, it gets darker from here, but I only... <laughs> only have a couple of minutes and you know I, I just want to say that I don't even like coming to do shows anymore because I have two dogs who are so incredibly like they're comfort freaks like they just like and it's getting a little cold so like they they snuggle with me <laughs> they snuggle with me and it, Basil and Charlotte are their names you, you're telling me. You're telling me. You don't even know them. You hear their names and you know. You know that it's beautiful. And, and like, they make me feel so loved and I'll have forensic files on 
like they'll they'll be in the bed in forensic files and some dentist is murdering his wife slowly in the basement you know he's tied her up with dental floss and he's just he's just fucking her with uh, with somebody else's cock and I'm, I isn't forensic files funny it's like you're just you're just riveted to like and the dentist was fucking everything with someone else's cock and you're like, ah, oh, this is gonna be a good half hour. <laughs> Those are the best forensic files, by the way. When someone else's cock is being used by the murderer. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. All right, I wish I had, I never have a closer, which is a problem, yeah. I, 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 got, I never have a closer, my closer is, is basically just that we're all gonna die. <laughs> and I used to be saying this before, you know, this vile, used car, amoral salesman. Got to let's what he is. He's an amoral, used car, vile, you know. He's, a, he's like a member of my family in Brooklyn. <laughs> It's like I recognize this guy because I grew up... Who's coughing? It's a horrible thing, right? It's a horrible thing. The flu. We're all going to get killed by pandemics or camps or coastal... This is... I'm building up to the closer. Coastal flooding. Just global warming. Did anybody hear that the North Pole is 36 degrees? Is it 36? What? All right, let's not quibble over a few. Days. At that point, you just should say, yeah, yeah. No, it's 32. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. And I just want to say thank you to... Thanks to Cameron and Rhea. And I just love the way they alternate. As hosts, don't you? It's like, it's great that they alternate like that because that really keeps you guys on your toes. Like, which one is coming out? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's their, you know, they design the show like that for you. That's not an easy thing to like say, you go out. No, you go out. <laughs> All right, good night. Everybody was now. Um, is this also a family member of yours? Mm -hmm. is this is great. <laughs> Favorite family, bringing additional family members. This is great. Your families need to be here to see this show with you. Thank you so much uh, to all of you that came to support the show this year. We really appreciate it. And thank you to Ryan, who makes the podcast version of the show happen. Let's hear it for Ryan, and who's a producer on our show. To Megan, who takes photos for us. To Hannah, who's a producer. To all the comics you saw tonight. That is Rhea Butcher. That's Cameron Esposito. The show will keep happening next week, so please come support the host as we go fucking live our dreams and have a honeymoon we've deserved. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together.
Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Fake nuts. Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Ah, uh, yes. I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. Ah! Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.